following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Pastrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Ian Samurai, the real Maddox. And... Once again, back from exile, Mr. Toonami Faithful Podcast, Jim Nelson. And one more! Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. It's the band plus one. (laughs) Yeah, I am the plus one. I, I'm like, at, I, you guys are having a great family reunion. I'm like the person who was already at the house, like in a cutoff and shorts and just sitting on the couch eating popcorn watching TV. Oh, CJ, you you're the me. Green Ranger. You come when we need you. Actually, I'm more the Green Actually, I'm more the Green Ranger. I <laughs> was a regular part of the squad. Now I just show up. Can I Can I be the second oh. Black Ranger like uh, Johnny Young Bosch? <laughs> I don't oh, know. You're gonna have to talk to Darrell if you make the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you got some sweet moves. Darrell knows we cool. I drink a lot. Yeah, he does. This isn't mm. the This isn't the Power Ranger podcast, okay? This is the Tsunami mm. Faithful podcast. No way. Shut up. It's more than time. Form of alcoholic. We we mm. could Wonder we Twins could, uh, form Ultron now. <laughs> you know you my Wonder Twin Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> uh, for the listeners of this podcast, all, the four of them really missed each other, as you can tell. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really didn't miss Paul. We just faking it. Hey. And he, yeah, okay. he was faking it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love you, Paul. No, you don't. Like <laughs> I just try not to think of his ugly mug. No. <laughs> that's the reason why I use the paper bag. And that's when I took... The DVD and Blu-rays that you wanted. I'm talking the about the mug that says "World's Best Boss." <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> see, good recovery. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that was enough fun. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. Yeah, we're just, you know, just cut yes. off right there. Oh wait a minute, we're, we're doing done. The podcast? We're done. The podcast <laughs> is over. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Great to you guys. See you later, folks. Or has it just begun? Yes. Now let us. One Punch Man recap. I can English. (laughs) (laughs) You want to say that one more time? (laughs) Maybe I just want to leave it. (laughs) Well, spontaneity. It's fun. All all Sketch has to say is one punch, and then there we go. We're in. One punch! All right. Let's begin our recap of episode eight of One Punch Man. One Punch Man, Episode 8, The Deep Sea King. 
So, as is typical, um, the giant monster arrives. This time it's City J. It's an octopus creature. It's heralding humanity's doom as the sea folk will be coming to slaughter us all and use us as food. And Saitama's on his way home from shopping, so he kills the messenger. You know, as he does. Leaving a shocked and confused crowd. So, a bunch of these sea creatures attack City J, and Class A hero Stinger is there to fight many of them, and he's doing pretty well, but he is easily overpowered by the Deep Sea King. Like, this guy is really, really strong. Genos is called the City J, while any of the heroes ranked C and lower are told to not engage due to the threat level now reaching demon status. This doesn't, however, stop Moomin Rider from heading toward the danger. I believe is something... Uh, he wants to make sure that he doesn't fall behind Saitama, who he was researching earlier in the episode, because he realizes that Saitama is going up the B ranks, uh, the C ranks, very, very high, very quickly, and he doesn't want to get passed up. He's the number one C-ranked hero, but as you may recall, he decided not to become a B-ranked hero earlier in the series, for whatever reason. He weak! Eh, maybe. <laughs> he seems pretty determined, though. <laughs> Alright, so the uh, Sea King, he crushes several other Class A heroes. Uh, first, Lightning Max, who looks like street-ready Vegeta. And like <laughs> Vegeta, if you look like Vegeta, you get jobbed like Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lucky for him... Puri Puri Prisoner, a Class S hero, arrives to catch him just as he has fallen from a fairly high height. He broke out of prison just to see you. That's clearly the apex of love. And it seems Speed O Sound Sonic took a cue from him and escaped prison as well. Puri Puri Prisoner shows the Deep Sea King his power and gets some hits in, but it's all very futile. Sonic attempts to fight him next, and also loses when the king soaks up some rain, increasing his strength. Moomin Rider bumps into Saitama when he gets held up at a red light, because he obeys all the traffic laws. Even when there's nobody there. That's a hero. Meanwhile, in an interview with Class A hero and Class A asshole, a My Mask is being broadcast. But he's uh, really just there to promote his new single but he does take a moment to talk about how he's uh, saddened by the fact that so many heroes were not strong enough to survive the fights and that they should become stronger yeah i mean it's supposed to be kind of sincere but it's still really backhanded and mean <laughs> mm. radio genos bumps into sonic who is now naked by the way Sonic tells him that the heroes are all a joke and there's no hope of defeating the Sea King. This is his assessment after losing to the Sea King, obviously. Whereas Genos is like, what's the deal with that pervert? <laughs> Having defeated everyone so far, the Sea King sets his sights on a nearby shelter where he can sense all of the people. Uh, several heroes evacuated with those people and a few of them choose to stand their ground against the monster who, by the way doesn't want them to surrender, he wants them to die. Moomin Rider gets a call from the Hero Association, and he leaves in such a haste that he drops his phone, which Saitama picks up when they call back. 
the Hero Association would normally not send anybody C-rank to deal with this situation, but they kind of want to see what Saitama can do, which I don't know if... Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we know what Saitama can do, but it kind of seems like they're gambling pretty hard there, and it's not very safe, but well, whatever. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, and that is uh, that's pretty much the episode, which was action-packed and hilarious. As always. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, Pooty Pooty Prisoner looks straight out of Super Jail. <laughs> <laughs> he really does, actually. Like, yeah, like you know the, the couple on his name. in Super Jail? That, that couple of burly yeah. dudes that, that live together at Super Jail? When he said, I ripped my favorite sweater that my boyfriend made me, I was like, yep, yep, that's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that guy. He has his eye on all the boys. And their boys. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, Ray Chase uh, <laughs> really, really killed it in that role. <laughs> it kind of sounded like he was doing a bit of a Jameson Price type voice. And I'm a little surprised that Jameson Price didn't voice that guy, but uh, he was Metal Knight, I think. Well, under an alias, I imagine. But, um, yeah, really great job from Ray Chase's Pooey Pooey Prisoner. <laughs> just, oh, man, that guy's too we much. All need, that is a hero we, we all need, Well, we certainly saw plenty of him. How about that transformation? Yes. We saw plenty of everybody in One Punch Man last night. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we... Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody was contemplating his future life in a nudist colony that day. I swear. Uh, you know, maybe. It was like kill a kill all over again. It's like all these heroes are getting naked and they're not waiting for Saitama, who, by the way, got naked in a prior episode. <laughs> not intentionally, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. He had the clothes burned right off him. <laughs> God damn it, nudist beach. <laughs> Where's those life fibers when you need them? And once again, Genos has proven to be quite useful at uh, household chores. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like this is real superpower for real, man. <laughs> and, and the more and more he sounds like Mira. <laughs> <laughs> Genos missed his calling. <laughs> Should have yeah, been a robot butler. So so <laughs> a robot mate. We've seen him fight so much, and yet he does housework. Come on. Well, I mean, what else can he do for Saitama? <laughs> Pretty awesome. much, let's be honest here. <laughs> yes, and we see more murmurs on message boards about how Saitama must be a fraud because he's there's no way that anybody's that strong and still a C-ranked hero. Dude, this is like comparing to how much I can drink, man. <laughs> it is possible. Saitama's that strong and I can drink that much. <laughs> Anybody else have any thoughts? Well, I did have one about uh, the Deep Sea King. Uh-huh. It's, a kind of a, it's kind of a funny story, too. Uh, it's voiced by Keith Silverstein. Yes, magnificent. Back at, uh, it very, oh, I love it, too. It's, it's awesome. What was funny was that um, when I uh, was able to meet him at Kineticon, 
Mm-hmm. But when we finished our interview, I was joking around. I was like, oh, hey, you know, One Punch Man, you might be in it. Who knows? And he's kind of like, hey, I might be. I mean, I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I'm not, but I could be. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So when the cast announcement came out of the of the later episodes, I'm just like, oh, hey, I, I, I thought this would happen. <laughs> no, he, he almost seems like perfect for villains as as. I don't oh, know yeah. if that's oh, a he's so good. But, like, good villain. Let the man take a crack at Joker one of these days, because I'm sure he would nail it. I feel like there's some uh, some uh, Tim Curryism to his seeking. <laughs> I like it. But I'm glad that he's in it too. There's a lot of uh, voice actors that I'm not exactly well versed in, but they've been doing a great job too. But I like hearing some veterans that I'm used to as well. It's a nice mix. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've really enjoyed the cast. Mm-hmm. I've heard that uh, think, Sam Regal and Lex Lang will be popping up, which is interesting because yeah. they, they don't do too many anime these days. I think Not my anymore. favorite one so far was the uh, Hero Association Association guy who used to be Zoro in the Yeah, Mark Dorice. That blew my mind where I'm like, yeah, I, I liked him. I thought it was great that he's in something now. You know yeah, who else like, he was? Kayama! <laughs> or Heathcliff. <laughs> no one should terrorize neighborhood. But no, it was fun. Now the question is: Does Sonic come back? Will he come back at the same situation and be just like punched again by Saitama? That's what I want to see. <laughs> Man, Sonic just can't get executive normal punches. <laughs> <laughs> He just, uh, I don't know. Sonic I used to like, but then all of a sudden, I'm, as I'm watching this, it's just like, you know, you're almost like Genos, where you're just fast. That's about it. Mm. Can't even beat a Sea King. <laughs> yeah. If he had a Pokeball, he could have. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that Pokemon Go app, Genos? <laughs> Fucking up big time. Why can't he beat a Sea King? He should use electric attacks. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty sure that would work. Yeah. Incineration, however, oh. not so much. No. <laughs> I think also, like, my as me and my brother were watching, uh, where the hero who was pretending to not be a hero at the time was like, I think I just pissed my pants. That yeah, was pretty funny. Pants. He just he just says that right out of the blue where I'm like... He's like, oh, like come on, man. We, just we, we don't want no it. trouble. It's like, I got to... <laughs> I, uh, I just pissed my pants. <laughs> CK got a voice. I think it was the delivery of it that made it funnier, too. Yeah, I, I don't know like, what it's it was. It's a certain People level of dread of... and just like, that dude just pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many shows yeah, actually admit when a character pisses themselves? and I did. Dragonar did. So there's two. There's two. <laughs> and three. That's one punch, man. Right, right. right. Uh, Dragon like, yeah. Ball. Dragon Ball dead. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Bulma back in the early, early Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was funny. Early Dragon Ball was very funny. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable. Enjoyable romp. Dragon Ball's so much fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then things changed. Yeah, everything changed when the, everything changed when the DBZ attacked. Well, wouldn't it be everything changed when Raditz arrived? <laughs> Pretty much. 
Speaking of which, apparently it is the anniversary of the arrival of Raditz airing in the U.S. for the first time. Not maybe this weekend, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Cousin Chu so, posted an episode know. about it. Oh, so did anybody get carrots and radishes? Eh. <laughs> don't bring that hell food up in here. <laughs> All right. Tsunami Talkbacks. In which there are many about Puri Puri Prisoner. <laughs> the greatest hero of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's S-ranked. Do you, think he'd, do, you, do you think he would enjoy Western heroes like Superman, Batman, oh, Green Lantern? No, no, them? no. I, uh, well, I think he'd like Spider-Man and The Flash. Not, not necessarily the big boys. <laughs> I, I think he has a type. But he has a heart pure of gold. Uh, yes, yes, he does. Didn't keep him out of prison, though. <laughs> no, it did not. Why is he in prison, actually? Uh, he explained, explained because I might have missed that. whenever he sees a boy he likes, he can't help himself. Oh, damn. And, and when I say so boy, I, I mean, like, a man, not a child. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I don't remember it like that. <laughs> I was about to throw in the pedophile alarm, dude. Yeah, you know. So in other words, he so, so he, basically he's in jail for breaking restraining orders. <laughs> Probably. Habitually. He's a habitual uh, that is, line that, crosser. That is believable lore to. right there. That is <laughs> that is entirely believable lore. I I believe it. Next chapter of my fanfic, right? <laughs> <laughs> You gave some people some fan fiction material. <laughs> All of a sudden, the judge from like Phoenix Wright is like, "Why won't you listen?" <laughs> Damn, why you say this? <laughs> okay, okay, here yeah, we go. Benjamin Pageon wrote in. Well, this is the closest we're getting to Sailor Moon coming back to the block. It really did look just like it too. Well, it's an obvious yeah, so did. much. Yes, it did. Stephen Oz writes in, yeah, he must be one of the lesser-known Sailor Scouts. (laughs) (laughs) Sailor Uranus? (laughs) Oh, never mind. Yeah, don't say that anymore. But Sailor Uranus is an actual Sailor Scout. I know. I I was trying to think of, what's the name of that? Oh, oh, no, that's Pluto. (laughs) It's like, they didn't uh, make up a planet on that episode of Rick and Morty. It was it actually Pluto. Pluto is a planet. We like it when you say that. And it got downgraded to a planetoid. And a dwarf, dwarf planet, yeah. yeah. Is there, are there any other planets that we can think of? Not not like... Uh, Sailor Erectum? Eh. Oh, God. <laughs> Doral. No, no, no. We changed the name of that planet a long time ago to get rid of that silly joke. Oh, yeah, what do you call it now? Your rectum. <laughs> when in doubt, use Futurama. Oh, uh, Futurama quotes. <laughs> okay. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, now that Hulu is kind of saying, yeah, we don't really care about anime, but maybe Sailor will get freed up. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, not to uh, get your hopes up too much, but... <laughs> too late. Yeah. Okay, so more about reaction to Puri Puri Prisoner and his angel form. 
Josh Knighton writes in, Oh dear Lord, he has a transformation sequence. And now he's naked. Where did I put the eye bleach again? And why is my TV smoking? And Andrew <laughs> Kaiko responded, It's flaming, you mean. <laughs> good, good, uh, good tag team. Goodness gravy. I just like the like the train of thought in here where it's like, and now he's naked, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's like, how did we get here? <laughs> how did we get here? What am I watching? Why am I? <laughs> like, imagine how awkward it would be if you were watching One Punch Man and then Pui Pui Prisoner comes on and you're like, I think I might need to change the channel before somebody sees me watching this. <laughs> Sketch, I can do one better. How would you feel if you were watching this with your father? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Well, my my father watched an episode of Stroker and Hoop with me, so I, I think oh. we'd be all right. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Mine has not, so there, there's a big difference. <laughs> I'm not going to say that he watched more than one episode of it with me. <laughs> yeah. Continuing on, Ian Haas <laughs> writes in, Majestic cannot describe how majestic Pui Pui Prisoner is. People have died to look this breathtaking. <laughs> now, now, was that a direct quote from Puri Puri Prisoner? Um, I don't think so. It sounds like it. I know. It definitely sounds like <laughs> something he would say. It definitely sounds the part. So. Mm -hmm. Lord Terminal writes in, So did everyone in this show take Mako's get naked speech from Kill a Kill a little too literally suddenly? Yes. Yes, they did. As Rob Barracuda would say, Timmy's dad sums up this week's One Punch Man. Banter for squares. Banter for squares. Dinkleberg. Yes. And one more from Josh Knight. Who am I kidding? One more. There will be more. <laughs> Glaring Saitama in the rain. You know stuff is about to go down. And hopefully it's not another male character's pants. <laughs> lots of lots of getting naked in this episode they were all doing the no pants dance i mean this how's that different from any tsunami saturday honestly there's nothing wrong with not wearing no pants man and we're left it, on it, a cliffhanger which is kind if of you came to this party wearing pants you came to the wrong party <laughs> yes the the uh, cliffhanger, Saitama, leisurely walking towards our towards certain doom. Uh, what are we kidding? <laughs> we know what's gonna happen. I think well, the, the other heroes are definitely walking towards certain doom. <laughs> oh, Moomin Rider! Anybody else really feel like uh, Robbie Damon's Moomin Rider kind of channels Lucian Dodge? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Lucian Dodge. Anyway. Great job, Robbie Damon. Good range. Good range. You're really good at your, what you do, Robbie Damon. Mm -hmm. Like most people wouldn't realize that he voices one of those terrible green ducks on Breadwinners. But he does. Producer Sway Sway. <laughs> Get off my case. I like Breadwinners. Uh, poor man's regular show. And if you're looking forward to more regular show, a new season is just upon us. Sadly, it sounds like it will be the last. I was going to say, isn't it ending? 
I hope Mordecai gets his shit together. Yeah, well, they're up in space at the moment, so um, let's put it this way: when you get right down to it, there's really not a heck of a lot else you can do once you've gone to space. Space. Tell that space, to the Power Rangers. Rangers. Wait, wait, they're in space. Are they going to see your rectum? Oh my god! No, they're going to see your anus, CJ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, would not be surprised if they make that joke at some point. <laughs> it's the last season. What are they going to do? Get canceled? <laughs> that deserved an oh. But you're all too late, so it's ruined. Shut up. Yeah. All right, way, I Mr. Didn't Durrell, it's Paul time still for here. you to take over for the Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans recap. Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 13, Funeral Rites. And we return to the battlefield where Masahiro has just sacrificed himself to save Akihiro. And they start to share a moment of brotherly bliss at his last moment as before Masahiro passes. Oh yeah, way to go, emo little brother. You had a chance to actually live. And now you want to be all family likeness? Oh, no, you. Now that I'm dying, you're not my brother. Mm, you can take that shit. Just die already, man. That, that's just how I felt about that part of it, you know? Seriously. <laughs> what the hell? Just, just I, don't know, I thought it was kind of a nice moment after all of that BS. Yeah. So, <laughs> just go ahead and die, dude. You recognize me from the first point that I am your brother. Look here. Oh, my God. You will always do that. I am the real. Okay. And could all barks at Mikazuki about how he clearly enjoys battle and killing people. Mika takes a moment to think about whether or not he is enjoying it before he decides this. This one doesn't deserve to stay alive. Exactly. Mika does not take any pleasure in taking a life. Mika is just efficient and he believes in taking a life when necessary. He doesn't enjoy it. Anybody his is who he sees as his enemy, they get they get one out. Hey, look here. Even not Crate, Lieutenant Crate got it too. He he kicked the bucket. It wasn't because Mika hated him. It was just he had to do what was necessary, people. Last I heard Mika also doesn't like sand, but that's just me. Hey, sand in your <laughs> pants, sand in your pants. Nobody so, got the joke. Exactly. Uh no, I did, but uh, do we Middle really have to sketch. bring up those movies? <laughs> Middle finger right now, buddy. Middle finger. Hey, right. I'm not the biggest. Uh, I kind of uh, Star Wars has run its course for me, so I love to, and I'm an equal opportunity offender, as you know. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Chocolate Man greases elbows at a fancy party where some snobs diss his lolly waifu. When he gets upset seeing the lovely ladies gather around her betrothed and runs off, he goes to whistle sweet nothings into her ear. Yes, which we really should have named this episode, My Nine-Year-Old Lolly Bride, because, yeah, I'm pretty sure Chris Hansen should have showed up. <laughs> Chris Hansen should have showed up that party, man, with Dateline. Uh, well, Mr. <laughs> Chocolate Man, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> We've been hearing oh, that God, you're going to be married Hansen. to a nine-year-old. 
like literally, dude. You can't do nothing for like the next nine years, dude. <laughs> literally. I mean, well, maybe you know, he's a very patient stop, man. Just stop. You can't. You can't. Yeah, you're not gonna rescue this. No, you can't <laughs> no, rescue. You're not rescuing it. You cannot rescue this, man. There is no way in the world that you can justify this at this point. But, hey, I got to give him kudos points, man, for at least picking it up and just reassuring her confidence and upbringing her self-esteem. Yeah, even Wait, though it's clearly manipulative. Yes, it is. But, hey, sometimes you got to manipulate things to do what you need to do. Argo welcomes the new brewer soldiers that survived until the Tekadon and, Na- and Nazi discusses terms with their pig-faced boss, Brooke Kaya, um, Kabayan, who actually looks like Hoggish Greatly from Captain Planet. Mm-hmm. You know, I just didn't understand some of that logic, though. I was like, hey, Tekanon, you can kill us first when you're our enemies, but once you surrender, guess what? You got a job with us. You're now considered family. No. Protect the environment, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I guess in the end, Orga's kind of a No, like, seriously, dude, I was looking for Don Cheeto's um, Captain Planet to come in on that. <laughs> If you ever seen that on YouTube, you understand why. Shino agonizes over all the um, soldiers that died because he wasn't a good enough leader, but Mika rebukes him. Later in the meeting, they assess that they received something from the Brewers, but they decide they shouldn't use the armor motor suits because they killed one of them. Screw that, man. Anything that you can use to increase your firepower while you're on the battlefield, you use it. You don't, hey, yeah, you by don't... the way, I'm pretty sure some of those mobile suits that they took earlier in the show ended up killing some of their own so <laughs> quit being a hypocrite and contradict yourself yeah and these are way better mobile suits i know man it takes space at least better. somebody realizes that but more about that later yeah more about that later okay and then well let's see what where we at yeah miss Maribel explains to taking them what a funeral is they decide to have a funeral to honor those who died in the battle, though, he says, um, though Organ says he doesn't get the point of a funeral, you know, he does his best in handling the eulogy. Yeah, I'm considering that y'all have been programmed that you are human debris. I can understand you not understand what a funeral is. No, Orga's not human debris. No, he's not human debris anymore. No, he was <laughs> never human debris. Dude, he worked with taking it, man. Well, actually, whatever the hell it was, CGS, GGS, whatever the hell it was before that. They consider him human debris, too, man, regardless of whether he had implants or not. He was human debris, dude. You know, sometimes... I thought there was different classifications, like Akihiro and some of those other guys were what they refer to as human debris, and then the other orphans were just... They call them space rats and everything else, but no, they were still considered human debris, dude. Yeah. Eh, semantics. And Yuki Nojo laments that he they don't have any flowers for the funeral, but Yamagi says he has an idea. Together they create some beautiful flowers made of ice. Way to use the powers of friggin' chemistry and physics and space to make those ice flowers. I'm pretty sure they look kinda like a chrysanthemum, which is the Japanese flower. Nash flower, Japanese Japan, whatever you want to say. And most Yakuza do wear um have those tatted on them because it's like if they die anywhere, at least some they'll have flowers on them because hey, ain't nobody gonna get a Yakuza flowers for real. And later some Tekanon crew are caught off guard by Nazi and Amida make it out at the end of the meeting, but Nazi explains that being around death makes you start thinking about life. And that woman that's right next to you might start looking pretty good. Yeah, in other words. I just had a near-death experience. I want to get laid as much as possible. And yes, Amida was looking hot, man. Man, that things I can do with that booty. (laughs) 
I'm talking about it. Seriously, Nazi was getting ready to put in that booty. Duty! All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> done. You're, you're done. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> dude, I'm like, seriously, though, no, man. This this is just so just way of thinking, dude. Hey, you go out. Oh, wait, there's more. Yeah, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop right there, man, because it might get super X-rated out. You know, I know we do have some kind of young ears at times. At your office to comfort the boys, but they want they want the bosom of Fumitan instead. Yeah, she because she has some big milk jug boobs, man. And you and can just go, pants. Yeah, of course I was laughing hard that they call Atra um flat chested man. You know, if she They're keeps drinking so a milk mean to Atra. Dude, trust me, at some point she might fill out, dude, but the thing is the reason why Atra is one of my favorite people is because she is down with the harem plan, man. <laughs> she she gets it. She gets Ezra it. Ezra just wants to She's... be motherly, and they're all like, I don't want you to be my mom. <laughs> hey, at some point, even flat chested starts to look good. <laughs> but that's another discussion for another time. Yes, that's oh, moving have their day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no A cups here. Akihiro crest at the pilot, the noble suit that killed his brother, as a way to stay connected with him. Yeah, holding on to the past deal. Your ghostly brother will now ride with you in this Gundam. Cordelia hugs Mika to comfort him. At first, it doesn't look like he knows how to react, but he responds with a passionate kiss, much to Cordelia's surprise. See, this is the point where Mika stepped up as a man, and Atropha got that. He might be short, but that's a grown man right there. See, if Tatsumi had took that same approach in a coming got killed, he would not be a virgin. Oh Rest God. in peace to your virgin. <laughs> because you ain't even getting laid on the other side. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just not happening, sir. Darrell's feeling, you know, oh, sad for Asdeath. I understand. No, dude. It always, it always no, comes He's there to, to comfort Asdeath in the... <laughs> Dude, look here, I just feel sorry for Tatsumi and his virginity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't get the dot lies Tatsumi. He never scored. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, Noblesse decides that the stage for Cadillia's death will be with the colony. And that, people, is our Gundam IBO recap. There Take it away, Sketch. Right. This is a good episode. Yes, it was. Like, you get a great what? fight, and then... You have a lot of good characters. Yeah, stuff happened. I honestly, I, I, I don't recall liking this episode as much when I saw it the first time. I think I liked it better the second time. But the first time I saw it, that kiss was just like, "What just happened? <laughs> oh snap!" <laughs> like we don't even get that in slice of life anime. What? <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> well, you should remember this is written by. Uh, uh, Mario Kata. Yeah, Mario Kata. Oh, Not boy. Mario Kata. The... Uh, yeah, Mario Kata. <laughs> Not to be confused with Mario Kata, the... Uh, the uh, Mario Kata, cast... who works at Anaplex. Mommy! <laughs> You're mixing them Mario up! What the <laughs> See? What the fuck? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Shit. Wow. Paper. Mari is the one who writes the animus... And mommy is the one who cast them at Bang Zoom. That's okay. what I fucking said. I said Mario Kata. Jesus Christ. No, you said the other one first. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Play the tape. 
play the tape. Replay. Play the fucking, no, play the fucking tape. I know exactly what I said. <laughs> I can't play the tape. <laughs> Barry, you'll play get the a, tape. You'll, you'll get a message later in the week. Either you were right or... <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I don't even need to do that. I'll just post the episode and people will know. <laughs> Sketches. Sketch is petty. I like it. Yes, I know. <laughs> Stop but, drinking uh, Jarrell's special juice. Don't, don't mistake kindness for weakness, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the fight, as Sketch was saying, though, where it's like all of a sudden you have Mika's like, this guy's got to go. You know, he, he has to die. And then, boom, we go to raise your flag. I'm like, yes, that's how every episode should be. Yeah, Someone dies a brutal death. Start the episode. Just a brutal death in a Gundam explosion, and then. Raise your flag to to continue off. That that to me seems like a very great way Cue the to man just on like mission. like you go on a rush and then it's like the music still keeps you on that high. It's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. If I was to go, go ahead, Paul. I was gonna say, and then they're gonna actually use that mech. Yep, yep. Akihiro wants to use the mech that killed his brother, which is kind of disturbing. In a way, it's a constant reminder that you failed to save your brother in the first place. Uh. I mean, I mean, it's not that, it's not that stupid though, because well, that has a Gundam frame, so yeah, what the hell? Well, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you you don't want to waste something that's that good. I'm just curious to see how he develops after this. All this right. was a pretty emotional and big step for him, you know, finding his brother finally after all these years, him dying, him piloting the Gundam that killed his brother. How is he going to respond pretty much through it? I'm very because throughout this series so far, I've really only been enjoying like Orga's growth and development. Mika now also joins in after he kisses Cadelia, but it was really kind of Orga learning how to be human again, learning to be an effective leader and there wasn't really anyone else learning or do, doing anything more. Now we got something here in this episode, which I'm like, yay, more more character development stuff that Gundam, should be fascinating. Gundam is very good at developing characters for the most part, so I'm not really surprised Andy. about that. Oh, and Orga has to learn how to deal with older women a little better. Ah, <laughs> he, needs, he needs some lessons. That was Dude, so all they funny. have to do is watch Nazi and Amida, and he got the blueprint. <laughs> Dude, so you're like that talking was down to people, huh, old woman, little boy. Oh, that delivery! Is so good. No, 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 no. She said, she said, I can still hear you, little boy. And see, that was the point where Oregon should have just grabbed him by the arm and they should have went to the room. I got you, little boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Darrell, you're just not interested too. in those things, I guess. That's what he says, at least. You know when, when Naze says the woman sitting next to you starts looking really good, and he's sitting next to Mirabet. <laughs> this yep. show totally yep. wants to ship them. I know, but at least they Mika knew what to do. That means someone's gonna die. I just got a feeling. <laughs> oh. And Q Cutting Crew tonight. I just died in your arms tonight. All right, stop. Stop. Why you hate Paul? Why Must you have hate, been man? something you said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something I drunk instead. Uh, you also like how Atra is completely unaware what happened with Mika uh, and Kudelia. So sneezes. Aren't you supposed to sneeze when someone's thinking of you or talking about you? About talking about you. So that implies that Mika it. is thinking about her while kissing Kudelia. Yeah. Yeah, but she he wants a harem. Exactly. But she automatically she thinks that both of, both of the both her 
and Cadelia are going to be with Mika. So it's like, mm, uh-huh. okay. So it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> this poor nine-year-old's like warped mind on love. Yes. What? Ash was not nine. She's not nine. Oh, how old is she? She's around Mika's age. Yeah. How old's me? I thought she was like nine and Mika was like 15, 14. No. I think they're about the same age. Yeah, I think, I think they're about the same age. She's just flat-chested, dude. Yeah. yeah oh, then the, the, then only, no the only nine-year-old girl with this, at least so far, is the lolly waifu. Yeah. And there's nine... no hope for Atra to be motherly whatsoever. It's all gone. Aw. Sorry, Sketch. It's, it's not... It's not. I mean, just because she looks like a little third grader, man, doesn't mean that if she doesn't stop drinking her milk that she won't grow into a nice, voluptuous woman. Well, then again, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think a certain me. amount of time is going to pass between seasons. I'm interested to see character design updates. Yeah. Please let that try have big boobs and a booty. <laughs> Please animate Jesus. I'm going to pull a Hinata. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Those were some bodacious tatas. Yeah. So uh, I, like, I like this episode. I wanted to say that for as long as the uh, like like when they announced the cast for this show and i read that uh, doug earholtz would be voicing akihiro i was like i don't know man I, I don't not really what i imagined akihiro sounding like in english and though his performance up to this point has been kind of you know it's it's okay it's not it's not bad but in this episode i was sold excellent performance just spot on fantastic i really felt that moment just wanted to say that okay yeah it works for me also talk back considering that mika you know mika's face when naze and amida were going at it (laughs) his reaction to that you would not have expected him to follow that up with kissing a girl it's like he was studying sketch. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> and then, and then what she asked him? Oh, maybe like, that moment when he like, like, looked, his eyes looked up, was like, "Hmm, <laughs> this could work. <laughs> this might work." Yeah, but, Mikazuki. <laughs> yeah, but it's then a bold when strategy. Let's see how it plays out. <laughs> bold strategy. Yeah, but then when she asked him why he did that, he's like, he's like, uh, because I wanted to. No, Thank no, you. no. He 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 said. Because you looked cute. Yeah, and she was looking cute at that point, man. Yeah. But see, she initiated that, man, so she brought that on herself. She did. You know, Kyle McCarley on Twitter asked people, because uh, Cadelia responded, like, you have to, you know, you have to ask before you kiss someone. And he says, I feel like that takes some of the romance out. What do you think? i'm not touching that one man (laughs) i think that is uh situational (laughs) dude if the opportunity presents itself you go in for the kill (laughs) and luckily that has really worked out for me though she did punch me in the face afterwards and gave me a telephone number all right talk back now 
Hey, Paul, I'm I, giving people good information here, man. Gotcha. I just the like the day that tweeted. Jerome met as death. Sketch, <laughs> <laughs> I like the thing that you tweeted about Cudelia's hair in this episode, too. And it's still looking glorious. <laughs> well, uh, Don East said it was still looking glorious, and I responded, and defying gravity. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, so let's get into those topics. Alright, first you know we talk back from New Challenger, Skullhearts, aka Fist Zero. Too savage for TV, Gundam IVO. I wish I could randomly kiss girls. Frowny face. Why don't why don't you? Because you could get arrested. <laughs> That's uh, unfortunately true. <laughs> I don't know what fucking world you living in. Uh, it's not Uranus. Uh, <laughs> uh, Take the right there. Uh, was that the rule of three? I think it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Oz writes in, Finally, they kissed. It took them long enough. Well. I mean, some series we don't see it at all. Yeah. 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 Props to this show for actually doing it. <laughs> in fact... Literally and figuratively. I think it's more common for you to see people actually have sex or implied sex in a Gundam show than to see them actually kiss. I think. I think. No, because there was, um, what it was? Was it Seed of Destiny? Where, damn, I can't remember. Jim, help me out here somewhere. I know it's... But did they made. show them kiss? Because I know that they, they implied sex in that show for a couple of characters. Yeah, they talked about it, man. You made that note, that reference. That it happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. They show sex more than they show kissing. <laughs> that's that was my observation. At least I'm I'm pretty sure, but I'm maybe I'm not remembering various Gundams well enough. Not right now, not. Yeah. <laughs> All I gotta say is, um, I mean, I'm I'm sure that Mika and Cordelia are making, let's say, uh, more progress than Relina. Very jealous and. Uh, Oh, gosh, what's her name on uh, Bubble Suit Gundam? Amaro's childhood friend. Oh, why can't I remember? I can't remember her name! <laughs> That's sad. But her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, various other characters in Gundams. Yeah, way to, way to show that PDA. Benjamin Pageon writes in, I so love this trend on the block of characters just going for it, relationship-wise. Man gotta do what a man gotta do. Exactly. Gotta build that harem up, son. Son. <laughs> Inferno Lord writes in with a screen cap of Mikazuki shaking. The reason Mikazuki is shaking is because he's trigger-happy at the moment. Yeah, he was trigger-happy between his legs. <laughs> Hairpin! <laughs> Trigger. Oh, Lord. Hairpin trigger. <laughs> Probably does have a hairpin trigger down there. <laughs> no experience whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, Mika probably hasn't even looked at a dirty magazine. <laughs> That's true. That is That's true. That's the real crime in all of this. <laughs> True, because he couldn't read it again, and so, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he couldn't argue. I, I'm looking at this for the articles. We all know you can't read. 
Yep. Dear Hustler, today I kissed a girl and I let off my trigger. Say you kissed a girl and you liked it? Gundam Prime Zero writes in, The funeral scene in this week's episode of Gundam IBO remind me of Spock's funeral in The Wrath of Khan. I think Keith Silverstein also made that reference. He did. He did. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Okay, Paul. So far, um, beer run, the many need uh, beer and booze, and you're the few, so get to it. Nah, I don't think so. We're the many. Nope. Get to it. Nope. Your pain fuels me. Continue. D. Aaron writes in, Everybody needs a bosom for a pillow. Brimful of Atra on the 45. (laughs) Hashtag for reference. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. Brimful of Atra and a nice nice, uh, goblet full of mead. (laughs) He just had me at the bosom for a pillow. (laughs) wasn't the show earlier where like it was eugene or someone's like i want to die and just like a mound of boobs or something like that no that was oh was it right no no wasn't it somebody who did die i think so it wasn't gundam though like i'm not mixing it with yeah it wasn't gundam okay okay it was in like the first episode and i'm pretty sure whoever said it died oh yeah, <laughs> that's so depressing. Now. That's a downer. <laughs> well, maybe um, he so found he his pillows kids. in heaven. Nah, he just sitting on the stairway. Uh, Rob Barracuda writes in: the implication in this scene is that Naze was turned on by the death of a child. The f is wrong with this guy. No. He wasn't. I don't think that's where they were child. going with it. No, I don't, I don't think, think so true. either. You failed. And I know 001 writes in, people hyping up Mikazuki X Kudelia forgot that Space Guts is getting his own Gundam. Space <laughs> Guts. Space <laughs> Guts. Oh, man. Space Guts gets. It's like a tongue twister. Guts. Guts gets guts. <laughs> Griffins. Oh, my. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I I will not continue. No, you will not. (laughs) Please not. Jorblatz. That does it for the Gundam recap. Thank you, people, for sending in some entertaining talkbacks. Yeah, you sent a lot, too. I like that. I like it when there's a ton of talkbacks. I know. Makes it difficult for me to pick. (laughs) Well, that's not my problem. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love I love you. Not my problem. If you would like me to, I would. <laughs> no. No, yeah, just stick to the art. Everybody articles. else do that. <laughs> Sketches like CJ, you do enough. Let me do something. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I can't trust any of you people to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would call Darrell and be like, Darrell, let's just make up a ton and say they were from people and they'd just be about boobs. <laughs> Dude, we need to do that. Some one. of them might be right. That'd be the topic. That'd be the topic. Who's got the best rack in all of anime? Oh, no, no. I got it. I got oh, it. Man. Anyway. That is Darrell DJ's hentai podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch that. Too bad. Now you do. (laughs) 
Darrell, we're gonna have to do some research, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna have to console hentai Jesus about this. Hentai <laughs> Jesus. That's it's a great idea. Hentai Jesus. No, I'm just one of his disciples. Uh, I am Purvis. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I am we're gonna have to say that for a future podcast. That'd be a great topic. Sweet. So, uh, other topics. Yes. For uh, this week on Toonami, there was a music video by the group High on Fire. Adult Swim actually was... co-funded this music video. It was animated. It was really... Rem- metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, It was very metal. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to start a mosh pit in my room at that moment, man. And it also was a painful reminder that we're not getting more metal apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did look like it could have been. It was reskinned from Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. Could have been. Well, that could have, you know, that could have been uh, Titmouse that, that animated it. I'm not sure, but I mean, it could. I been. would not be surprised. Neither would I. But I didn't see anybody from Titmouse tweeting about it, and they usually do that if they got something going on. Yeah, they do. Like Son of Zorn tonight. <laughs> yeah, we need to finish up so I can watch that dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, by the way, there was some censorship. Yeah, yeah, there, there was, there was some censorship and something that Adult Swim helped pay to make. <laughs> well, I, I guess at least they didn't squelch the artist's vision and didn't tell them not to do that. But yeah, there was, and uh, I, I thought that that one chick looked like Hagar from Voltron. <laughs> Yes. yes. But, that's but when that's she put on saying. the headpiece, she yeah. looked like of mm, upcoming character in One Punch Man, which I will not spoil. <laughs> you just did. No, no, but you'll know. Also, if you want to spoil an upcoming character in One Punch Man, watch Viz Media's announcement videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, who am I kidding? You, you've all seen One Punch Man before. <laughs> Except for Paul. I watch One Punch Man. In Japanese? No. But yeah. I still watch it. <laughs> then you haven't seen this character. Oh, right. well. Yeah. So, talkbacks regarding that music video. Allison writes in, The moment where, in a music video, I like the video more than the music. Ooh, not a metal fan, apparently. Look here, Substitute Rail. You fucked up on it. You better like some metal. We're going to have to talk about this at the next Human Resources meeting. Nonetheless, I must point out that it's usually more the case that you're going to like the music more than the video for the music videos that play on Tsunami. (laughs) Because they get weird. (laughs) Hey, this is what you get from the adult version of Tsunami. Uh, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And Josh Knighton writes in, Breasts on Tsunami, we have arrived, ladies and gentlemen. One boob at a time. I like to think more about four boobs being humped and then slapping. And <laughs> never mind. Shut up, Darrell. Way to go, Josh. Yeah, Darrell. I don't know Do what you're talking Josh about, in? Josh, because there was a booby monster in Space <laughs> <laughs> There was. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Also, Darrell, can, we, also can we have Josh uh, join in on our topic when we say who had the best rack on Toonami? Yes, we can. You've invited <laughs> Josh on before. Josh, well, I need for you to come on this podcast because we need to have another black man. So I can feel kind of safe. There's strength in numbers, buddy. Strength in numbers. You should feel safe right now. 
Yeah, shut up, Paul. You just got to. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I, I think people forget about a show called Black Lagoon. Ooh, Lord have mercy, man. Shit. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. It's on can't even believe it. Even Bella, Bella like him, man. Those boobs were just, you know, I dig a chick with the scars, man. Yeah, oh, God. Hey, look here, man. You I mean, if we're talking about clothed boobs, there's lots of anime on Toonami. Gurren Lagann. Yoko. Yoko. <laughs> well, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me stop. Time skip, Yoko. Kill the kill. Bleach. Oh, yeah, definitely bleach. One Piece. Yeah, we had a few in, um, I guess, Big O. Lady Tsunade and Naruto Shippuden. Yeah, man. You know, I'm she... sorry. I just like getting Darrell worked up with this. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. We see where that. you're coming from, CJ. Bad boy. Go to the corner. Mm. No. No corn. Continuing, Rob Barracuda writes in, I'm so glad that Toonami aired a music video for a song off one of my favorite albums of 2015. High on Fire can do no wrong. Go on. High on Fire? That's that's the name of the group. Jarrell knows how to be high on fire, trust me. He's drank everything. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know some people have gotten a little frustrated at the amount of music videos that Toonami has been airing lately, but I wanted to assure you, because I asked, uh, pretty much all of those videos are not something that Toonami has to pay for. So it's free stuff that they can throw on. You know, to add a little flavor. Who doesn't like free 99? Yeah. I like free 99. Good question. So, there you go. Don't be stressing over whether or not Toonami is blowing its budget on music videos from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> speaking, speaking of music videos, we should really do another music video contest. We haven't done one of those in a long time. What are you even going to give people? Well, as long as I gave permission, I have tons of anime. Yeah, I don't think they're going to let you give those away to people. (laughs) Well, we'll see. But obviously, like, I would... Here's what you win! A chance to review this anime for us! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that is a privilege. Don't... That would that would be fucked up. That would really be no. But if push came to shove, I would actually buy anime and give it to But No, I would I would go and try to get something that's actually on Toonami, like, for example, Hunter x Hunter that's coming out right now, oh. the first 13 episodes, and then I would see if they are okay with it, and, you know, there yeah. you go. But, see, that that's that's where I would, along the lines. And then it would also involve, I would try to involve, you know, Toonami and at least maybe posting it on their Facebook page or even... Maybe on pre-flight if we ever get so lucky. Good luck. Think of that tsunami, man. I want one of those blankets, Jason. Please. Yeah, Seriously. I want it too. I-, I want one of those blankets, man. Gil, Jason, somebody, please, man. Blanket, man. I, I really want one of those. Blanket me. Please. Blanket them with your love. Anyways, other talkbacks. Let's get to yes, it. Yes, uh, this regarding Dragon Ball Z Kai from Andrew Kaiko. Too much traffic. I blame the meteor. Nice <laughs> uh... callback. I think this was for... Oh, yeah, it does say it's for DBZK. Now, Jim, would you do the honors of reading this one? Okay. We interrupt for a special news bulletin. We are all fucked, and we cannot be unfucked. We are declaring this the fucking Thank you, Jim. That's what happens when you don't wear a condom. That from Rob Barracuda. 
There was a lot of a lot of fucks in that fucking talk back. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. The fuck wrong with you, Paul? And I felt only Jim could do it justice. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. With his news anchor voice. Happy Kuro Kitty writes in, Piccolo be like, I can't figure out if Goku's a genius or soft in the head. Pretty much nailed it. I'm about to say a combination <laughs> <of> <laughs> Now, we all know that Hanzo on Hunter x Hunter bears a striking resemblance to a character who came out many, many years later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh Knighton had this to say, Ouch! Hanzo floored gone in What punch! <laughs> Except he did. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, he did floor gone. And then he's like, here, let me give you a delightful back massage. I'm kidding. I'm going to break your arm. <laughs> and that was really hard to watch. No, it wasn't, dude. A lot of people were pissed about that. Dude, you you were one of them. I was. Dude, you should have heard some of the stuff I said over Twitter about that, man. Jeez, I do. thought Hanzo was like a gag character, and then he comes out totally brutal. I, I love how Gon's like, he's just like, listen. You can kill me, but then you lose, and then you're not moving on. <laughs> so this is what's going to happen. We're going to come up with some way for us to fight that neither of us are going to die. But <laughs> you have the upper hand, and you want to just feel good about winning? No, I'm done. Knock no, you out. No, it's not even that. Walk away. Actually, he actually outsmarted him and won. Yeah. So now you're a hunter. Shut up and just take it. <laughs> this is a I rather... was talking with Sketch about. I was talking with Sketch about this. Her acting, Erica Mendez's, and that gasping. That Oof. honestly, it sounded like she was choking on something. Like I was kind of like, oh geez. It was little too little too uh, real right there. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you felt the pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a mic was like propped the wrong way, and she turned around, like got hit right in the neck. Like, oh my. how about Liario and uh, and that. Kropika are just sitting there like, if he does one more thing. <laughs> Gonna kill that speaking guy. Of which, how the, speaking of which, how the hell did Leorio get a bye into the semifinals? <laughs> like, that's not necessarily a good thing, though. That's, uh, that's, that's Gon's <laughs> doing, getting him that far. Well, like thank you, man. A little bit. That Gon fight, man, I was like, I haven't seen nobody take a beating like this since Joe Jackson beat on Tito, man. <laughs> <laughs> Tito! Yeah. Do we have predictions of who's going to be the odd man out? Oh. Hmm. I think well. it's going to surprise people. But maybe you should consider the motivations of various characters. That's true. My brother gave his point, and I was just laughing hysterically. He's like, Liario's done. <laughs> <laughs> that would make the most sense, wouldn't it? Yes. I think he gets in, actually. Uh, Liario's had a bit of a lucky streak. I don't know when it's going to end, but... Oh, shush. You've seen the whole series. You're right. I have. <laughs> I have, too. Yeah. I know who doesn't move on. And I know why. I was mostly asking people who haven't seen the entire series. Yeah. I'm actually thinking the strongest one there is gonna is not going to move on. Ahsoka? Ahsoka. I feel like he's going to kill somebody. Ahsoka, yeah. Mm, you know, that is a strong possibility. He is pretty, uh, <laughs> bloodthirsty. But and there's I still something like about him that I think he I think he genuinely wants to be become a hunter because it opens up yeah, a lot of options for him. I have a question though. Is he 
I feel like I almost feel like he's 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 not an instructor, but he has something to do with the exams. Uh, nope. I, I almost want to like answer, but it almost feels like I'd be spoiling even. Well, no, you don't have to answer. I, I'm just like it just feels weird because if you remember before uh, that cooking exam that they were supposed to have. Um, it seemed like he, and, and obviously he has a partner. We've seen that, but I mean, like it, it seemed like he was also like, okay. No, the I'm reason that he entered was to, was to kill that. Oh, no, wait. I think uh, it was the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Let's just stop right here, gentlemen. Yeah. But I, but I'm just saying like, it's just like, Robin. you know, you, you think he's a secret examiner or something? Yeah, he's a I secret examiner, Paul. That would be an interesting twist, but... What a twist! <laughs> because uh, even though, like, he could have... I mean, this is... I mean, he's pretty much come close to killing Gon twice. And he's just like, no, no, I'm not killing you. I like you. I'm not going to kill you. But when you actually can defeat me, that's when I'll fight you. And it's like, hmm, okay. And he's okay. okay. He's a character. He's a cooler version of Bane. Because, like, he, he doesn't, like, he has no, like, off switch. When he wants to kill somebody, he will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he has no off switch. So it's it, very interesting to see that he doesn't kill him, and he doesn't kill, basically, it's his teammates now, mm. you know, pretty much. So it's just like, obviously, he sees something, so why? You know what I mean? I just can't get over the thought of hearing, uh... Keith Silverstein is Hisoka saying, "You adopted the dog. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I was born of it. <laughs> Little flower petals. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Josh Knighton also said, "Well, Jesus didn't tap, and neither will gone. Little man continues to earn my respect. I got that reference. Same here." Allison writes in, this episode of Hunter Hunter may have all been talking, but it was probably more entertaining than Naruto Shippuden. Good God, substitute really you're savage. Yeah. <laughs> Super low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Are we I sure we're not care. talking about Avatar The Last Airbender? No. Go to the fucking corner right now. And just, 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 don't don't Earth, just, wind, fire don't, nations. Don't remind me. What about rain? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The reference uh, continue. No Macross references. No. <laughs> yes, another from Josh Knighton. This one regarding Itachi facing down Naruto. Why are you so obsessed with my brother? Because he wants his flesh-colored heat-sinking missile, duh. My response, ah. he wants the power of the white snake. <laughs> Here, Here I go, go again. on my own. Dang it, Jim. I think I know what <laughs> song to easy. end the podcast with. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, my gosh, it's a triple header from Josh Knighton. <laughs> Here okay, we, we get the point. Jiraiya is going to die. Any more death flags, and this will be your lion A. Oh. <laughs> 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 you 
Yeah, oh, yeah, that whole. But there won't be any sadness. Uh, um, there will be something baseball related uh, to the character's death, and CJ's just going to get mad instead of getting sad like he should. Stop. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> David Ortiz is retired, and I don't know how to handle the life right now. You know how to handle life. You handle yeah. life by getting it so bomb. Uh, anyway, or you handle life by drinking Darrell's special juice. No. Anybody else thought it was kind of odd that they just suddenly start talking about Naruto's parents? Just <laughs> kind of out of nowhere? <laughs> I, I guess there's worse places to bring it up, but... <laughs> it's like, you mean after all of this time you're going to talk about his parents? <laughs> yeah, they could have brought it up during Father's Day or Mother's Day. Oh. Oh, okay, that was too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Go to the corner, you too. <laughs> yes, ma'am. No, but actually, Joint it was uh, it, is, it was a interesting, compelling conversation that Jiraiya and Tsunade had there. Well, Tsunade was a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, she was drunk, man. But those booze were ever exposed. Yeah, lots of death flags. We'll miss you, Purpose Sage. <laughs> like Jiraiya, Jiraiya is a great character as far as Naruto characters go. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he very entertaining. He's one of the most, uh, of the most honest people, man, about his feelings, man. Yeah. He's right up there with Rock Lee and Mike Guy for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few, the proud, the worthwhile characters in Naruto shipping it. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Spencer's Weaver writes in regarding One Piece. It's for the best that Usopp found Perona's comatose body instead of Sanji. Naked girls! Yeah. Like I've said before, Sketch, this was not a kind arc to females in, no. in One Piece. No, it was not. Also, I think uh, Usopp's little girlfriend, Kaya, is not going to be pleased that some other woman penetrated him. <laughs> That's something that he'll just lie like he normally does. <laughs> so Usopp, very some good girl penetrated you. I have no idea what you're talking about, Kaya. Uh, that but was an astral you. projection, and that was... Nothing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was me and a thousand of my men. They were all penetrated. I mean, no, no one was penetrated. I, I, <laughs> a thousand of my men all penetrated. Oh, this does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> that one time Usopp decided to describe a gangbang. <laughs> oh. It's funny, too, because I really love uh, the th- thriller bark arc. Wow, try saying that. <laughs> but uh yeah i really i really did forget how um this is not kind to the uh opposite sex nope 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 nuh-uh. also usopp has developed a another personality within himself as sniper king <laughs> that's i love sniper king <laughs> it kind of it, it felt like to me like usopp was getting advice from koro sensei <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I just say, too, I kind of miss Sniper King, the later parts in the manga, how he has another, not necessarily another, another persona, but his new pirate name. It's hilarious when you get to that point. Dressuros is a long way, but it's worth it, that his new pirate name just made me laugh so hard when I saw that. The Dread Pirate Usopp? No, no, no. I, <laughs> is it okay for me to say it? I mean, no, don't say Usopp. it. Oh no, it's something else. But uh, it's it, it just made me laugh hysterically when I saw it. I was like, "Yes, this is 
this is exactly who Usopp is as a character. <laughs> All right, that does it for the many, many talkbacks. And we actually have a topic because there was some rather earth-shattering news about for like the, the anime. It's like industry. the equivalent if the NFL just like stopped. I'm gonna like, stop it was drinking? that pretty big. I wish the NFL would just stop. <laughs> yeah, Jim, wow. just, Jim just goes to a building with the NFL draft, and you just walks up and he picks up a microphone and says, could you just stop? And then walks away. Stop right now. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Don't even start. Just... So this was pretty big where when it ha- when it was announced, my phone was kind of like going crazy with stuff. I was like, oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, what? It, took, it took a little while to sink in exactly what was yeah. happening here. Yeah. And I will say I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gifts going around are pretty amusing. <laughs> Though the fusion dance ones are wrong because it's not a merger. It's, no, it's not. No. There's a difference between a merger and a partnership, ladies and germs. Indeed. So, what happened is Crunchyroll and Funimation, the two giants in simulcasting, decided to form a partnership. Wow. Decided to team up. The ultimate team up. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. crazy. So this is what's going to happen. Uh, Crunchyroll will be getting some Funimation shows that they're simulcasting as well as some catalog titles and they will offer them subtitled as that is more their forte. Earlier Mm. in the year Crunchyroll announced that they would be doing some dubs for some home video releases and now it turns out that Funimation will be involved in at least some of them. Not all of them. We know that Gintama is getting dubbed in Canada. So Funimation I can't wait for that actually. That should be interesting. That should be I really want to see that one. I like to be honest, I was most excited for Yamada kun getting an English dub, but I am really excited for the Gintama one too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm nervous about it. As a guy who's watched Gintama over year over the years, maybe it's just because the voices are been too known ingrained as in my head. A show that cannot be dubbed. <laughs> well that and anything Monogatari. I mean, come on. That show is ridiculously wordy and pun heavy. And as we all know, puns don't translate. I still want to see Alex Von David take a crack at it. <laughs> yep, I still want to see how miserable he would be over Twitter when he's talking about it. Uh, like I said, like I said, you know, he's just going over the creative process. We're interviewing him on on video, and then he just starts breaking down, crying like Joe in that one episode of Family Guy, <laughs> and we all start just like slinking away in various ways. Yes, that oh, would be yeah. great to see. We're also getting broadcast dubs of a few shows that i'm really excited for too yes are we gonna get a broadcast of all out the rugby anime are we yes. gonna get a broadcast of all out please well no that hasn't been announced yet, that. we'll Damn see it. We'll i would see. love to yeah. all out you know me and jim are big rugby fans so yeah yes so the broadcast dubs that have been announced so far, and let us stress that these are only the ones that have been announced so far. There will be more. Those include Mob Psycho 100, yes. 91 Days, Hoorah. and Orange. Hmm. Sketch hates Orange. I don't you know, hate Orange. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. But I no, will no, say I that I was that. initially turned off by the character designs when I started watching the first episode and thought... I'll get back to this later. 
Dude, I got more reasons <laughs> why I do not want to watch Orange. He doesn't want to experience feelings. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, no, you, you get a heavy dose of feels in this one. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to feel the feels, man. But uh, it hasn't, you know, it hasn't quite reached. Yeah, exactly. It, it is. I ha- it hasn't reached the, the level that I felt with uh, Snafu. It's oh, wow. really, it, it, it hits you at the heart. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. I'm sorry. That's that. That's my little review of that. And you can continue now, Sketch. Well, it's nice to see that a uh, a non-action show will get a dub in this broadcast dub. That's that's good to see. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. It will be interesting to see. And they're also, gosh, I don't have the list in front of me, but um, there's also other series that are going to be dubbed and released on home video. And Funimation oh, right, is, right, right. is currently looking at, I believe Ace Attorney was listed among those. So Yes, Ace Attorney. I know Alderman of the Sky was also mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that, that was on there. Which I, I I like both of those, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm actually enjoying Alderman of the Sky, man. Yeah, <laughs> even though they say that those are coming out on home video, judging by how long it takes Funimation to put various shows out, <laughs> I wouldn't count on it anytime soon. <laughs> those 2018, just... everyone, 2018. <laughs> Dude, you you looking at it that quick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we'll, we'll talk about that later once I finish some of these details. So the broadcast dubs will be available on Funimation's website, Funimation Now's service, which has dropped price to five ninety nine now and gotten rid of their uh, two tiers. One was sub only, one was everything all access. So now their focus is going to be even more so on dubs, particularly broadcast dubs for the latest series coming out of Japan, while Crunchyroll will handle subtitled shows. Definitely playing to both their strengths. Exactly. And Funimation will be handling the dubbing and distribution of various Crunchyroll shows on home video and in digital media. So, yeah, kind of a big deal. <laughs> Gotta, gotta love that synergy that they've got going on right now. Mm-hmm. All to give yeah. fans more anime. That, yes, I mean, that's, that's exactly. the big thing. Uh, as far as the anime industry goes, I really see no drawbacks to this. I mean, granted, some people don't like Funimation or their dubs or how they handle releases or the box art or whatever. Still, you can't deny that they aren't else. the industry leader. Exactly. I think it's more along the lines how it's like how sports fans like to yell at ESPN because they're like the they're the biggest you know entity that does all that sports stuff. So it's kind of no, like the same thing. You know, people like to yell at ESPN because they're shit. Well, they are, and, but it's well, they like, didn't used to be. But it's it's like the <laughs> same true. lines where it's like you know I see so many complaints on Funimation too, and they're not perfect. I know that, but damn, do they do a lot of stuff for the fans? They do. They do. But they're... I just I. It's it's just the thing where they're the biggest, so they hear more complaints about it, considering they expect better of like certain stuff compared to like other companies. I get yeah. that, and I'll, I'll say they they have some issues, particularly dub scripts can occasionally go a little too far off the beaten path. But for some shows, that's okay. Yeah, it can be okay for some let's, shows. Uh, let's not kid. Let's not kid ourselves. They gagged up the shit out of Sergeant Frog, and it turned out okay. Lest we forget what they did to uh, uh, Shin-Chan as well. Uh, a lot of people don't like what they did to Shin-Chan. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to translate otherwise. 
This is an uncensored podcast, by the way. Uh, <laughs> also, those of you hoping that this would possibly mean that Case Closed would get more dubs, don't don't be thinking that. <laughs> it, yeah, that Case Closed is continued on Crunchyroll, but that doesn't mean Funimation is going to be touching that show anymore. No, nah, they won't be touching that thing, folk. And it's unfortunate. You know, I understand why they haven't gotten around to dubbing more of it, but could they at least put it out subtitled for people to watch? Because it's really stupid that you can only watch, like, the first season of Funimation's release, and then, like, that's all they have available for streaming, at least. They have it out on DVD up to, like, 150, I think? But... Then, if you try to continue it on Crunchyroll and Netflix, it starts, like, 600 episodes later. <laughs> so, not very helpful. Even though the show is fairly episodic, you know, there's important story details that happen between those. So, I personally can't think to follow it. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to actually experience the story. So, bummed out about that. But... That's whatever. This is a pretty freaking big deal that Funimation and Crunchyroll are working together. Mm -hmm. Answer Man on uh, Anime News Network really well explains this, so if you haven't read that article, I highly recommend that you do. Justin Savakis is a a veteran of the industry. He knows what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You can definitely take it from Justin Savakis. I... He, he knows his stuff. I believe he's also working. I believe he's also working on the Skip Beat uh, anime as uh, he is, he is. as well. He has his hand in a lot of industry stuff, um, authoring Blu-rays and stuff. He, uh, he what he explains is that there's actually a strong possibility that this partnership will mean that companies won't be able to play Funimation against Crunchyroll and up the prices. Because the the cost of licensing fees is getting really, really high. They said something along the lines of a lot of shows being 200000 an episode. Damn. That's how Jesus. much it costs to make an episode of an anime. <laughs> Taxes are too high. Yeah. The licensing fees are too damn high. That makes me wonder <laughs> how much Toonami's paying for these shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they always, well, if you remember, Jason was always talking about getting stuff for as cheap as possible, if not free, which is why they got so many older shows when Toonami was new, uh, or rather when Toonami returned. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, geez, yeah, I see those numbers, you know, first of all, my eyes bug out of my head. Secondly, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that's actually kind of why, you know, Tsunami effectively acts like a sub-licensor. But mm-hmm. when you think about it, it also, when you um, factor in how much, uh, how important streaming and has become to, um, you know, the overall health of an, a- financial health of an anime, excuse me. Tremendously important. Uh, exactly. It'd be, all of a sudden, you know, it becomes uh, tremendously important that we, you know, pay for our shit because, <laughs> and it also becomes very important that, you know, um, it also, uh, you know, could up the cost of shows for Toonami and, uh, with Toonami coming back, it definitely helped a lot because, you know, everybody can make stuff and say, Hey, yeah. there's a chance that we could get this shit on TV. Well, that's so. also the other part of why I think this partnership happened. It's to combat piracy because now we're getting two huge libraries in all in one place. So 
you want dubs, go to Funimation. They'll have a ton of stuff from their own properties and now Crunchyrolls. Not to mention their cost of uh, membership went down per month. Yeah. I think it's like five bucks a month now. Yeah, I think and, the and, combined cost of getting Funimation and Crunchyroll is about what it costs to get ad-free Hulu or Netflix. And all the subbed anime you like will now be on Crunchyroll, which will include in time uh, Funimation titles. Like, you saw how geeked Crunchyroll <laughs> was while they're watching Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and they got that right away. Yeah, so it, it, I look at this also as a way to combat piracy because as Sketch and you guys have always said, a lot of people go to the pirated sites because you can just find everything there. You don't have to like, oh, is it this place or is it this place or whatever kind of thing. People are just lazy and, and they like to steal. It's a bit inconvenient. Yeah, I get tired of people who always post their links to kids' anime too. I really hate y'all the most. You see what Mika Mika did to Kudelia? That's how you kiss anime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Way to do it, Smith. That's right. So, yeah, this. uh, Shot fired. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure that when they were in the negotiations for, so what shows are we going to get from Funimation first? Can we have Bebop? Please, can we have Bebop? Can we have Bebop? Please, 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 can we have Bebop? No, it probably wasn't even like that. It's like, okay, this these negotiations do not continue until we have assurances that you will give us Cowboy Bebop and on day one. <laughs> they were, like, people were geeked about Crunchyroll getting Bebop. Like, everyone was like, yo, one of the best anime of all time. And then some people were disappointed that it was so ugly. It's... <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's Bebop. <laughs> Especially since Funimation probably plunked down big money to Sunrise to get that show. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Bebop was supposed to be on Daisuke at some point, but it never was. Yeah. Oh, Daisuke and their five ninety nine subscription. <laughs> that wasn't happening. <laughs> I was like, look, I want to watch Gundam Wing a lot, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, that's available free now, but it's sub only. Yeah, it's through like Bondi's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, then, can we get some Ronin Warriors then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Where I would hell, like that very much. Where please. in the hell is the English version of that? Need to talk what? to Disco Tech Media about that. What the fuck? I want Ronin Warriors, and I want it now. Yeah, some redub it if you have to. Redub it if you have to. Just give it to me. Some <laughs> somebody over at Disco Tech and Sunrise needs to do some talking to make that happen. But let's let's not diverge too much. There's a lot to cover here. So yes, good things for the industry. It could drive down the cost of licensing, which is good because doggone Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix keeps pushing it up. <laughs> being willing to pay a whole lot of money for select shows for whatever reason, even if they're not even that popular. <laughs> I don't know, but hey, I don't mind that they're also in the running. It's just, it's definitely changed things. Mm-hmm. So I see this as definitely something that Funimation and Crunchyroll decided to do because of the shifts in all of the streaming and all of that, not to mention, and uh, I guess Justin pointed this out in his article, that Hulu has changed how they go about getting anime. It used to be the case that it was you would uh, apply for 
working with Hulu and they would then approve you and then you could put up whatever you wanted. And now, now they're a lot more selective about who and what they will put on their service. And they cut out the revenue that they pay one flat fee for a show, which I'm sure is a lot, but they don't do the revenue from the ads that run during Hulu show. So, yeah, Hulu, that's uh, kind of crappy that you're doing that. Yep. Yes, it is. Uh, what was my train of thought? <laughs> Carbonary of the Iron Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> I love that By show. the way, I'm, I'm very amused at the fact that I'm sure that Funimation wanted to get Carbonary of the Iron Fortress because of Attack on Titan being such a huge success. So I imagine that they really wanted that show, and then Amazon swooped in and picked it up. But now Crunchyroll got the rights to do the home video release and the digital distribution. So Funimation's going to get a piece of that pie. <laughs> Is that American pie? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nothing particularly sexy about Kaminari and the Iron Fortress. Of <laughs> oh, no. Brutal, but I loved it. God. Oh. Eh. Sorry. Gotta stop. Just, just calm down, okay. real. You're a big boy. <laughs> so currently, there is just Cowboy Bebop, Psychopaths, and Grimgar Fantasy of Ash from Funimation just recently added to Crunchyroll. And very soon, Crunchyroll will be adding the first season dub of free yes you can finally have all of free together <laughs> in one place <laughs> and did they actually dub sister new yes. devil's new test yes yeah I, I don't know if it has been dubbed testament of sister new they devil they actually dubbed that show <laughs> oh my gosh i, I got to i got to rewatch that dubbed cuz that would be <laughs> That's awesome. that's gonna be too good. Yeah, can Darrell and I come over? Yeah, we can just watch it over the internet, you know. That's boring. You, you even talked about how you go <laughs> tsunami with cold. Yeah, because he lives nearby. I don't got so any don't want money to, to travel. All right, I, I see it, Darrell. You can visit me anytime. Uh, apparently, Sketch doesn't want us to come on. Over. Uh, yeah, so, sure, seriously, dude. If I at least if I visit you, it's gonna be booze, pizza, and. We're just going to ham it up that whole time. And me, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jim, too. <laughs> CJ, you just got to get on the 90 and come all the way up to Rochester. All alone on the West Coast. We're, we're not coming to you, Paul. We're Shut just gonna, up. We're going to actually do a live while we're doing this just to make you jealous. I'll probably be working one of my 500 million jobs, so go ahead. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Not really. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what does this mean for Toonami, as this is a Toonami podcast? Well, the immediate thing that came to mind was, oh, so 91 Days and Mob Psycho 100 are getting dubs, and therefore have an actual shot at airing on Toonami. This is good news. And I mean, it's the same with like any other like new show that Crunchyroll will be getting very soon, since this season of anime is almost over. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you gotta believe you gotta believe like Ray Zero is gonna get it and that will I can so see that on the block. Yeah. Well I have questions. 
Okay. <laughs> I have many questions. First of all, it sounds like, from what you're telling me, licensing fees will go down eventually. Well, so. theoretically. Necessarily, yeah. Theoretically. Just, you would think they would. So that is that will if that does happen that is a positive for Toonami. Um, but how do you know that these shows, after being dubbed, aren't just going to go on either Funimation's block or stay on online streaming? We don't. But I mean, out of all like out of all the shows from different companies, they could easily have said no thanks to Toonami, but yet they still get them anyway. So I don't see why all of a sudden they would just change their mind now and be like, oh, no, you know, we don't want to put it on TV. After all, I mean, Fun- Funimation did give them Space Dandy and Dimension W. Well... So I, don't see, I don't see why they would all of a sudden just be like, oh, now we don't need you guys anymore. Now, to be fair, there are certain complications with airing shows that are broadcast dubbed. So they... Yeah. There there, will be complications there. Uh, thus far, we haven't had a case where... A broadcast dub was available on Funimation now and then later showed up on Toonami. I'm willing to believe that that could still happen, but as it stands, Toonami doesn't have a whole lot of real estate left to work with. (laughs) No, no. And I also feel like Toonami's decision to get all these long-running series also plays into the fact that shows are getting so expensive. They want a sure thing that'll last a while well and and here's the other thing too if you've noticed with the exception of dragon ball z there's nothing funimation on the block anymore what are you talking about one piece one piece oh well one piece yeah that's true but i mean without with the exception of those two i mean there's yeah but these things come in ebbs and flows i'm not i currently viz has the shows before sentai had the shows before Anaplex had the shows before Funimation had the shows. That's kind of how it's always been. Just goes in cycles like that, you know? I I, know, I understand that, but I mean. I know your concern is that Funimation is not going to give shows to Toonami, but I. That's just not going to happen. Well, okay, okay. That's that's not going to be the case. Here's here's where I'm going to go at it from this front. Okay. So we had a show by the name of that. Sketch really wants me to send him called Battlefront Blockade. Blood Blockade Battlefront. Blood Blockade Battlefront. Battle. Blood blockade blood battle blockade. Battle yeah. You mean you haven't okay. sent that yet? Doggone so, oh, it, Paul. So, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be sent this week, but neither there. But, uh, no, no, no. Yes, he did. But anyway, well. And I would have loved to see you... that on Toonami. It would be freaking great for Toonami. Right. So here's the thing there was that. And instead of it being going to Toonami, it went on, it went directly to their Funimation block that they have. Uh, did it go on Funimation? Now? At the time, if I am thinking correctly, that was when Toonami was playing Kill a Kill and Sword Art Online 2. Right. They only have so much space at any given time. So that had to come down to a decision. I'm Enough. sure that Funimation offered. But even if it's on their Funimation block, after it's done, they could easily just be like, oh, that's hey, maybe we'll look at It's not really a block. No, it's just, you know. No, they're, it's not a block, fun- but that's what they they take it as. I'm, you know what I mean. But, We're using it loosely. We're using the right. word loosely for, for that kind of thing. But, it, like, the fact that the dub is, like, available, or not necessarily available, but it's been done, 
I don't see why Toonami couldn't just later on, if they need a new show, they'd just be like, you know, this show was really popular, you know, through when it was first airing the season on the internet. Why don't we yeah. try to get it on TV? Right. And then, well, and considering I, how much Funimation likes to have their stuff on Toonami, they have the slide, their PowerPoint slide to prove it. I don't see them update. really saying. <laughs> or maybe they don't uh, want to update it because then they have to admit that the only shows they have on Toonami right now are One Piece and DBZ. <laughs> but you got to look at it like this, though. With the Crunchyroll and Funimation like business, um, I guess you could say like, partnership, it, it kind of opens up that gateway to like where we could have stuff on Toonami that most people who don't have Crunchyroll or Funimation can actually see. Nice. So they're being introduced to that. And that's, that, you know, as a businessman, I'm looking at it like that. I'm like, look at it. Well, I, I agree that... Here, here's, where I, here's where I agree that I think that there is a potential. I think that Crunchyroll, being that they like Toonami, as far as I know, and they... It, it, there seems that there has seemed to have been like a sim, symbiotic like a symbiosis yes yeah, some kind of relationship where they play the they play a lot of the 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 subversions of the shows really more of a block. coincidence right yeah, i was gonna say i i rarely but, hear them talk about tsunami honestly but there again that's a good coincidence because i'm sure crunchyroll is like hey if you don't like the dub you can come over here and watch it sub you know <laughs> i mean but but seriously like i mean they buy ad time on adult swim yeah, and they buy yeah, ad time yeah. on Adult Swim. I've seen that uh, on plenty of times while I'm watching it on PlayStation View. And I, I'm just, you know, if Crunchyroll really wants to have a show on Toonami, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. But where I'm coming from is I think that from my perspective, unless we're getting, unless Toonami, and this, I guess this comes back to the whole Dragon Ball Z thing, you know, unless they get Boo Saga and then try to get super which you know depends on whoever else is interested in it you know it's i don't really foresee them being that they as you said sketch they're trying to keep long-running shows you know it, it it doesn't seem like they're doing what they did before where they brought on these shows that are 24 episodes and you know introducing people to these series now i could be wrong we could see a change coming up next year which is fine and again you know, like I said online, I don't on Twitter. I, I I don't know how this relationship between Funimation and Crunchyroll will play out. We don't. We have some information, but we don't have a lot of information. So we don't know. Getting back to the whole broadcast dub thing, if even a show that is dubbed by Funimation that was on Crunchyroll can even play on Toonami, we don't know that. And that's 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 the problem that I have. Is I think that that may create an issue while trying to go and get a Funimation show. Now, that said, this is a good thing. I don't think it creates any issues. Like I was going to say, like, how is that any different than when they're trying to get shows from before to now? It's, it, well, it's pretty said, much wait, wait, wait. the same situation that we've always been in. The only difference now but, is Crunchyroll is on the table. <laughs> yeah, but you even just said it. Like, for example, Assassin, Assassination Classroom, Tokyo Ghoul, all these broadcast dubs that were up on Funimation streaming service, uh-huh. they have not even shown up once on Toonami. And okay, maybe they're not that old right now, but still, again, you know, that's a, a matter like that. of who has the shows you want the most. And at the time, yeah, maybe Toonami just wasn't interested. 
I don't think that Toonami was necessarily not interested. I think they were more interested in other shows. Maybe. I think that's kind of always been the case. <laughs> but I, what I'm trying to say here is it seems like Toonami is, is more than willing to create a time slot for a show if they want a show. That's okay? uh, and, debatable. And here's, it's debatable, but look at what happened when Gundam came on. Look at what happened when One Punch Man came on. You know, that wasn't had nothing to do with Samurai Jack. And from what we're hearing, we don't know this for sure, but we don't we don't think it's going to play this. Okay. What I'm trying to say here is is fun. Tsunami has no if they don't have a problem going overseas and getting a show. Okay. We saw that with Gundam. We've seen that with the micro series that's coming. We see that with yep. FLCA. Okay. Yep. So. They don't have the problem of doing that. And honestly, they could circumvent people, circumvent companies here if they wanted to, too, and do that from what I'm seeing. I'm not saying they would. I'm just saying it, it seems like Toonami no, is willing to do, do that. And, and, I don't, and I don't foresee them – I don't foresee them this being the last time that they go to Japan. I mean, FLCL, I'm sure they're going to have to go overseas and, and go over there again. Oh, yeah. They'll be back. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be looking at other shows that haven't even come over here yet. So, what I'm saying is, is I, what I'm worried about with Funimation is we may not see the Funimation shows that some people want to see. And that's, that's where I'm coming from. Now, the point that I was trying to make was that this is also this is a good thing for Anaplex and, San, and Sentai. They're going to be able to put some of their shows on if Toonami decides to continue to do a series that has 24 episodes to it. Um, obviously One Punch Man is a very, very, very special, you know, show to put on there. For Big them deal, to go as we can now talk. imagine, was very expensive. Yeah, very expensive, Very yes. expensive. I mean, Hunter, Hunter, might, Hunter, Hunter might be expensive, too. We don't know. Oh, probably. Um, probably. That's the other so, thing. Is, you know, they can make space in some situations, but it all comes down to what they have money-wise to buy shows like it may have been the case they were like well we want both of these shows but we can only afford one of them at this time right. so we right. gotta go with one or the other and 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 you know when i i also have to add because for from what we hear it's supposed to happen next year but that there's nothing saying it will you know attack on titan season two I mean, I'm sure Tsunami will be on that in a heartbeat and be like, no, 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 no. Oh, this yeah. This is coming to us. All right. That, that is <laughs> so, going to be the litmus test if your concerns right. of Funimation are real. If that does not end up on Tsunami, then you yeah. can officially be concerned. Exactly. Right now, I'm just I'm just sounding like a little bit of an alarm saying I, I want to know what you this. You sound paranoid. I'm not, I'm maybe I'm not I'm not paranoid. I, I want shows like a Psychopath, for example, which you just said is going to be up on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like though. that to be on Toonami. Well, yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, it, that should have been on Toonami. It should have been on Toonami. So I mean, Old you know, list of like, shows that should have been on Toonami. But right, it's, I mean, it's but always that, a matter of a case of shows. It's this show yeah, or this show. But yeah, okay, I mean, you could find a case of a ton of like shows where it's like, oh, that would have done great on Tsunami back in the day. That would have done great. But I mean, they well, just back they in went the in a different direction. Back in the day, Maybe yeah. But I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. talking like when it revived even, because that's like what now? We're heading. 
Let's see, it came back in, what, 2012? I could definitely think of some shows I wish they played in 2012 and 2013, but they didn't yeah. have money for them. <laughs> right, and so they just they happened to pass on that due to budget reasons or due to, like, whatever, and they either didn't come back to it, maybe they could have, so it, to me it just seems the exact same thing of what we're dealing with now. So when a show finally does end, whether it be, you know, JoJo, uh, other DBZ, all those other things, it'd be like, okay, what... While we get when we get closer to that, as in like maybe three four months beforehand, they can be like, well, let's look at each company or look at titles that we like. Oh, they look at go, things way before that. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of just like bastardizing it a little bit, but but it's like I don't see how anything has changed in the sense where it's like, okay, now Crunchyroll shows could be available for Toonami. I won't uh, say that it's. I, I will I will say this. I, there's a real there's there's a reasonable concern that they may value streaming more than broadcast. That's it's possible. It is possible. But I think it's silly just avoiding it, it is silly. one media altogether. And I don't think Funimation Crunchyroll would do that because. But it, the it biggest like the problem thing that there that exists is there's only so much tsunami, and they it's made true. their decision. Yeah. And, and that that's that's the prob part of the problem. And so you know, because they and, won't take their stuff now, they they'll just no, 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 say no, no, screw no. them later. Wait, wait, wait. CJ, no, no, CJ. it's it's not that. It's just that things will not show up when people want them to. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And, well, and, you and, know, and here's Inuyasha: yeah, The Final yeah. Act did not show up until arguably too late for it to really matter. <laughs> so exactly. that happened. Oh, yeah. But that tells me public consciousness by then. Yeah, that tells me that tsunamis they you know, they have no timeline with the rest of us. They will air whatever they want whenever they can. And they well, will try to get shows when they are hot because that, you know, that's the best time to play them. Well, and and here's the thing. Here's the thing, CJ. This goes back to a bigger issue that I've had since we started this whole podcast and we've started this website. You know, Turner does not give Toonami enough money to do what they want to do. Well, okay. they do it for free, now, yeah. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Okay, arguably, they get a lot more fucking money to do what they want now with shows. However, and this is the interesting thing that I've been noticing, is, like, they get... It's it's not Toonami gets a bigger budget. It's There's a separate budget for Samurai Jack. There's a separate budget for Intruder 3 slash the micro series. And that part is kind of the interesting part. Cause it's like, okay. You know why so... that happens is because there's a difference between the acquisition budgets and the original True. production budgets. True. As far as so... acquisitions go, adult swim wants Toonami to be fairly self-sufficient and make good choices and air shows that will do well for what they cost. As yeah. far as original production goes, they're willing to go a little further and they'll throw whatever money it requires to get something done. Right, but if you remember Sketch, back in the day when it was on Cartoon Network, which again, this isn't the Cartoon Network version, that's got to be said, you know, there wasn't a separate budget for stuff. There was just, what did you want money for? Okay, go. here's your money, go get it. <laughs> yeah, they played want, a little bit more fast and loose back then, and eventually they exactly. had to give up control because of it. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, what I'm saying to you is, is you know, it's 
Look, Tsunami. you can't turn back time. They're never going to get that much support. The thing about Adult Swim is they run fairly on the cheap <laughs> compared right. to Cartoon Network as well, a whole. So, well, I mean, they have a bla- they have writing with a black screen <laughs> most of the time. So, I yeah, mean, but that's part I of mean, the aesthetic. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, they could probably do more if they wanted to, but. That's, yeah, they, they could because they're certainly successful enough to do so. Exactly. But, but see, what that's I'm, just I'm not, not what about, they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about Adult Swim, though, because I'm talking about Turner. Turner's the one that shells out the cash. Adult Bruh. Swim, well, well, you know, okay. But you, you have yes. to look at it this way. Would Turner ever consider Toonami more important than Adult Swim as the whole? No. No, they Unless shouldn't. Unless it was during the week? No. Unless it was during the week, no. Exactly. And that would, you know what I mean? Like that's 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 the problem, you know. And that's that's the one thing that still annoys me to this day is is coming to a subject like this. You know, it's like, you know, this is this is part of the problem. It's like, for example, Aniplex considers, if you guys have read the article, I, what was the name of that site? I can't remember. Um, but anyways, they've created a pyramid, and at the bottom of the pyramid. They include streaming is their most important thing, but inside that streaming, broadcast on Toonami is included in that, and they feel that is important. Well, that's yeah. Aniplex. It's the biggest way that they—that's the best way that they can get their product out there, <laughs> because they charge so freaking much for their freaking blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 I kind of in in that sense, I kind of hope that Sentai and Aniplex do kind of follow. I'm sure they're gonna, they're watching how this whole relationship with Funimation and Crunchyroll will develop over the next year and I see think how some Sentai shows have popped up on Amazon Prime. Yeah, but they right, haven't but when, when they I, haven't made any deals with them for exclusives yet, as far as I know. Right. Which they actually right, when, made when deals s- with Hulu, which. <laughs> <laughs> right, but what, what I'm trying to say is is like having getting a partnership, whether it be with Crunchyroll or somebody else. And doing the same thing that's going on right now. Again, this is this is just the early stages of what's happening. But I'm saying like those companies are probably going to be watching too to see how this oh absolutely how this work, you know and and this is this goes back to the whole thing of the one thing that I want Toonami to do. And I'm not asking for another six hour block because that's never going to happen again. What I'm asking for is a block that has four hours to it. Have another half an hour where we can put on anime that's been out there for a while and continue doing that because a lot of people like that and a lot of people bitch about it whether people want to know about it want to hear that or not they bitch about it right and i think there's but... a val- there's a little bit of a valid point to that not the whole well you need to bring back said show from cartoon network days no 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 that that can be moved to the side that is the thing the i'm table. looking at paul is isn't six premieres a lot I would say it's a lot, all things considered. Would you? But would you consider One Piece at this point a premiere? It, yeah. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Same with Shippuden. Yeah, they're both I, premieres. Shippuden, yeah. I would consider. It, it's a not premiere. about. It, it's not about the you know whether or not people have seen these shows before. It's that you know it's the cost of airing something new, and no, they are they are adding up the cost of airing six new things every week unless it's a holiday. It's uh oh, I agree. it's it's a lot. I agree. 
Right. It's much more not, than I'm Adult not. Swim action ever did. The last time Toonami ran four hours, it was made up of mostly, like, random shows that they took off of other parts of Cartoon Network in order to fill Toonami. It's, oh, I agree. So, I mean, yes, I, I would certainly I, like a, a four-hour block, but if you think about it this way, that's a lot of money they're putting into Toonami every week. And you say that they're not giving them enough money. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, if you're asking me, are they giving them more money than what they did in 2012? Hell yes. Well, of course. Do I think they're, I mean, and do I think that they're, they're willing to pony up now and get a show like Hunter Hunter and uh, Attack on Titan and uh, JoJo? They and They are. Clearly, clearly. There's no doubt to that. What I'm saying is, is you know... I think Toonami has kind of, I, I, not Toonami. See, that's 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 a, that's the that's the misconception here. It's not Toonami. It's not Adult Swim. I'm not talking about these two because I can't because we've talked to Jason. You've talked to Jason. Uh-huh. Okay. Clearly, they want any and every anime out there they can get their hands on that they like. And I'm sure several of those ones that have gotten broadcast dubs on Fun, Funimation now are shows that they want. The one that you want on there. I'm sure they want that one. I, I cannot see that they didn't want that. Gil wanted Psychopaths. We know that. Okay? But it's not, it's not... It, it's not... Turner. It's, it's, it's not... It's not... But you Konami. keep it's playing not a, Turner as the bad guy. And I don't think Turner is the bad guy at all. Turner has provided Toonami with a lot of resources this year. Haven't I mean, they? they've provided them with a lot more. They've provided them with a lot more, but they haven't provided, in my opinion, enough. But why Honestly, do you not think that it's enough? I mean, I didn't really, really want to bring this up, but there is a lot of people that I talk to, and, and you got to understand something. I do stuff outside of the whole realm of Toonami. I do a lot of stuff uh, with reviews, TV reviews that has nothing to do with anime or anything. Mm-hmm. I talk to people in the nerdcore world, for example, the hip hop world. Uh, I'm not going to mention the artist that I'm going to talk that I'm talking about, but I said to him, I was like, you know, why why don't you watch Tsunami? And this is the common thing that I hear: oh, they don't have enough, they don't have enough new shows, or, which is a stupid reason, they they don't. It's not like the Cartoon Network version, okay? Yeah, but I mean, they don't. I have mean, enough and this, new this shows is why, really no, let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. This is why I brought up the whole idea of Tsunami doing a streaming service. And I'm all on top of, and that's what I'm saying. Like they need to do something because I mean, it's not just Toonami, it's adult swim. Like even if Toonami wasn't there and they were still playing anime, there should be something when that comes off of TV, they played the whole series through and they still have the rights for another year to maybe a couple years. We don't know. We, we never know what, what, a, a, you know, an example of a deal. Yeah. It differs. It could be longer. It could be shorter. Whatever. The point I'm trying to make is, is that if you have a show for five years exclusively, why is it just sitting there? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, playing once or twice during the year on the tsunami stream is misusing that that subscription. Why not just put it the whole thing online or on demand? Or even if you Adult Swim owns 10% of Hulu, apparently, why not put it on there somehow? I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, something needs to happen, you know? I th- think that's where the problem is here. And the, my problem with the whole tsunami, with 
Toonami coming into this mix is that, you know, Funimation may not be able to give them the shows that they want if something comes up. And yes, Attack on Titan is definitely going to be the test. If they if that does not show up on Toonami, then there is a problem. Okay? And that is something I will be watching. I will be watching Dragon Ball Super if and when it does come over here. Because that's another Litman test. Where's it gonna go? Now, again, if that goes to like Nickelodeon or something, whatever. You know, it goes to Nickelodeon. But you know, if it goes directly online, then we have a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Like this I is I do understand what you're is, saying. This is, this is something that could hurt Toonami. And I'm not saying it's going to hurt Toonami right now or two or three years from now because they have stuff on the block to oh, yeah, provide content. Yeah. So that's not what I'm saying. But eventually, if this is successful and they see that this is doing better for them than putting it on Adult Swim, then that's we really not the overall concern that streaming will ever supplant television. And yeah, it's a concern. But I don't think, well, I think it's I, I that think much a, of a concern. No, I think a I, lot I'm of, with you on that one, Sketch. I think a lot of broadcast companies have seen that, and that's why you see them on Sling, P- PlayStation View, and all these other services that are coming out. Oh, that's to get ahead just of that. to combat against people not wanting a full cable package, which is a huge exactly. ripoff at this point. Yes, it is a huge ripoff. You know, but I mean, that's a whole other subject. What, what I'm saying is, is that is a legitimate concern. And it's going to be interesting to see coming up to see how this relationship with Funimation and Crunchyroll goes about. And I will be honest, I'll be the first one to tell you if Crunchyroll wants to put a show that they think would work successfully on Toonami to do that, I would love to see that. And that would definitely make me happy. And that would that would definitely squash any concern I have. But, you know. This is going to be something that needs to be watched, and I think that it's going to be interesting to see how this relationship not only develops, mm-hmm. but what it does. You know, and that's just that's just what I'm the, the argument I'm trying to make. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm I'm not saying that this is going to hurt Toonami tomorrow. Okay, Toonami's not leaving. The ratings are good. Nothing's going to happen with Toonami. People sometimes take what we're saying and go and run like a marathon with it. No, 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 no. Toonami's fine right now. It's going to be good to the end of the year. It's going to be good for most of 2017. Okay, you have no issues. Probably 2018 as well. You know, somewhere in there though, we may start to see some, you know, some issues, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it it remains to be seen. Uh, unfortunately, because of the way that the block is currently stacked, we may not really know what is going on as far as tsunami negotiating with other distributors for a while. Yeah. But we'll exactly. see. Eventually. And we'll see about Dragon Ball, because I think Dragon Ball's Zikai Boo Saga is going to be interesting, too. You know, if they even have that done. We don't even know if they do. So one thing is undeniable, folks. Things are changing in the anime industry, and because Toonami is part of the anime industry, it, too, will have to react and adapt, and it should be interesting to see what they do. And I hope they do. As uh, CJ kind of alluded to at the very end of his wonderful editorial, the delightful possibility that this Crunchyroll Funimation combo could be further greatness with the addition of a Toonami broadcast of one of those shows. Yeah? Yeah? I like the sound of that. Good point. Yeah. <clears throat> I just... Uh, now's not the time. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, because they don't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> no, no, it's just, I don't know. It, it's the same thing I hear with how streaming is, like, the future of everything. It's like, that's what people said about TV and radio would be gone, yet I still have a radio, so. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just not worried about I listen streaming. I to radio more than I watch away. TV. <laughs> All right, I'm just, I'm not afraid of streaming t- TV, which would then, like, retroactively get rid of all kinds of blocks on TV. So I'm not worried about like Funimation or Crunchyroll saying, you know, streaming is good. We don't need TV. That's just completely alienating another half of the audience, which is silly. I'm intrigued at the possibility. I know. Yeah, there still is a Funimation channel or rather there will be. Uh, I know that they got rid of uh, their, their contract with the other channel ended and then some other company went to fill it. But I feel like there is still a Funimation channel in some capacity. <laughs> if there is, it would be interesting to see if they put some of these Crunchyroll shows on there someday. As far as I know, Funimation channel in all of its existence never played one of the broadcast dubs. Mm. And that's something... They managed to play Dimension W, but that was kind of a special case, as was Space Dandy. I, I really wonder if there are certain things that hang up the ability to air a broadcast dub on broadcast for whatever reason it's entirely if you get possible. jason in for an interview you should ask him about that That'd oh be we would love to get jason in for an interview he needs to respond to our emails <laughs> <laughs> i think we finally uh, i think i think he's finally sick of us <laughs> i don't think so well he answered my questions on ask fm lately so <laughs> There's that. I think he's just busy or just gets, like, thrown oh, in with oh, the yeah. sounds of emails he gets. So. I'm, I'm sure. It's okay, Sketch. I ignore your emails, too. <laughs> huh. Alrighty, then. Like I would send you an email. I was about to say, oh. no one sends me emails. Oh, damn. damn. <laughs> because Twitter DMs are so much faster. There are. Yeah, it I goes down to the DM. I think the other reason is, too, it's oh, just like, I almost feel bad that Paul had to give me an email where it's like, I, I swear I don't use it unless it's like con stuff. Hey, that's, that's it. what it's for. It We're trying to look professional around here as best yeah. we can. Besides, if we want to say something to each other, we just cuss each other out over Twitter. True. True. I mean, and by the way, I... if you guys want to chime in on this, you're more than welcome to do that. You can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com, or you can tweet us at, uh, using the hashtag tsunami talkback and give us your opinion about this. You know, what do you think? What do you think about this whole partnership between Crunchyroll and Funimation, and what do you think it does for tsunami? So, if you want to do that, please do, and maybe we'll read it, or maybe not. Depends on Sketch's mood. If it's good, or if he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Ketch? I said, if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> if it is insightful. And not just, yeah, Funimation and Crunchyroll! Woo! Yes, we get a lot of that. You know who you are. Oh, we got, <laughs> we got an email. We got an email today. I'm not going to say who it's from. Obviously, yet someone else thinks that we're Toonami and it said something along the lines of why'd you cut off One Punch Man right before the fight happened really we going there again with that I, I get that all the time on Toonami news like I, I get it all the time because oh, Toonami, that's they... the next episode and we're not Toonami 
Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. Like, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's gotten a lot better, but every once in a while you'll get somebody be like, oh, Toonami, thanks for doing this, but can you put said show on? Um, no, we're not Toonami. By the way, I'm not answering this tweet because i not. <laughs> we're not Toonami for the 50th time. Which, by the way, we're at twenty-seven thousand followers as of this, as of yesterday. So, wow. Yes. Thank you. Thank everyone. <laughs> Thank you for continuing to follow us, show support, not only for us but for the block as well. It's very important. And by the way, holy shit, do you people still love broken promises, dreams promo? Jesus Christ. Well, I yeah. put that up. I put that up for old, for old school Friday. Like Facebook is like. Almost eleven thousand impressions, you which know is really what good. Blows up those old tsunami videos. <laughs> Jeez. So I mean, I guess I'll keep doing that now that I can actually put videos up on these these things. So, Woo-hoo. oh, there was a time I couldn't do that. <laughs> Isn't technology I think we're amazing? Ready. I think we're ready That's... for some house cleaning, Paul. Yeah, so am I because I need to go to bed. So. You can email us, like I said, at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. That is for anything podcast-related, including the talkback. Please do send it to us. We will read it as long as it's good. So please do that. It's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Rate review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash podcast. You can download the podcast there. You can obviously uh, you can comment there. I've seen a couple more people starting to comment. Uh Last time I checked, we're over 450 followers on there. I would love to be up over 500. So please do do that if you guys could follow us there. And uh, you can actually share the podcast from there. Uh, one thing that I, I don't think we po- we point out enough is if you guys can't like donate money or anything, the best thing you can do is share. Share the podcast. Share it with other people. If you like what we do, sharing it helps. Trust me. That gets us more followers. That gets us more likes. You know, so please do do that. Okay. And again, that's soundcloud.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. You can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at tsunami podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunami faithful official dot And as usual, if you've missed any episodes of the podcast, you can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com for all the episodes and most of the exclusives. At some point, I may try. To put them up there if I ever get time, which probably will never happen. <laughs> uh, we will actually have another exclusive coming. Um, Sketch has to check over my work, and then hopefully that'll be out here soon. Um, go ahead, if you were going to say something. With a fine tooth no. comb. Fine tooth comb, okay. And um, yeah, so we also, speaking of donating, we also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. If you guys could donate to us. We would certainly appreciate it. All the money that we get from that goes towards funding the site, funding the podcast, funding cons that we go to at the last minute where we don't have money. Sketch will tell you that. So please, if you can help us out, we would certainly help. We would certainly enjoy that. And it will certainly help us. Uh, and again, there's rewards that come on the podcast. So it's patreon.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So CJ, where can they find you, sir? Fans can find me on Twitter at CJ Maffers, where I write and discuss all things Toonami. Feel free to follow me there. You can also email me at CJ Maffers at ToonamiFaithful.com if you would like to send ideas for prompts or just your opinions of the block. 
you can send them over there. Other than that, then you just, you'll just hear me on podcasts randomly wait, and Darrell wait. beating the crap out of me. <laughs> did you did you say proms? Props. Props. Okay. All right. Well, just no, make... like prompts. You know, like essay prompts. Prompts. P r o m t p s. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I might have I might have uh, slurred that a little bit. Sorry. Neither wait, proms wait. nor props. Prompts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me at zero alucard twenty seven on both Twitter and Xbox Live. Rinoku95 on the Nintendo Network and Baystar underscore boy on PlayStation 4. Darrell, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. You can also find me at Nasiaroho Adonazi at Twitter.com. And also, if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at Darrell Maddox at TsunamiFaithful.com. Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. You can find me on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the podcast, direct those to either of the emails, sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. You can also ask me questions, ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. And I'll answer any questions, Toonami related or I've had wrestling, I've had other things. Please do ask me questions. I'll even ask answer about politics. As you can see, I'm not too – I pretty much will say speak my mind about this year's politics on my Twitter. So, uh, And Jim seems to like a lot of stuff that I say. So, No, he doesn't. Uh, so, and then you can also listen to me on a podcast called Two Strangers, One Podcast. Uh, you can find that on Stitcher and on iTunes just by searching that, tune, that, that term. So uh, please listen to me there as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. We love doing this every week. We do this, guy, do this for you guys. And I don't know why there's laughing in the background, but thank you guys for listening. That's it for this week's Toonami Faithful Podcast. Peace, we're out. Deuces! Cue the music. Here I go again on my own.